Here's a message from Ken Lavica. This this was not exactly a banner weekend in sports. Stone Labanowitz hit the open. Just like you would expect, the fire hose is fully inserted in my mouth here, and uh, we've been blowing and going, and so... Ken Lavica. Get a run-in, make an early cocktail, cut a gummy in half. Theo Dorsey. Very excited to have the opportunity to add him to the team. Stone Labanowitz. When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. Live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. It doesn't matter what your name is! It's Lavica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. We did it. We had to do it. Colorado means nothing in the college football landscape. Colorado not going to go to a bowl after we spent all of September talking about the virtues of the great coach prime, the great Deion Sanders. He spent the last six weeks as part of our open, but Colorado's an embarrassment. That team is flat out trash. Deion Sanders, until further notice, is banished. From the show is somebody who deserves to be a part of the show. So instead, instead we have replaced. Can we can we hear it one more time? We have replaced the uh, the open of the show mm. with a man who, while he fell on a couple of roadblocks, some speed bumps during the course of this season, he at least has his Oklahoma Sooners heading towards uh, a bowl game. Yeah. We'll see him in the postseason. Uh, Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders has been replaced with this. Just like you would expect, the fire hose is fully inserted in my mouth here, and uh, we've been blowing and going, and so... There it is. Welcome to the open, Brett Venables. Uh, Blowing and going. You know... He earned it. He did earn it. Uh, My father's a huge uh, Sooners fan. Is he blowing and going? He, uh, He grew up in Oklahoma. He will be proud to know that we have some Oklahoma representation. Mm hmm on this show. I'm not sure if that's the uh, the, the highlight of Oklahoma football he wanted us to include. <laughs> uh, uh, hey, did you guys know that Jordan Travis went to Benjamin? I found that out this morning. That was crazy. Benjamin, what? Uh, I know, I know, I know. It surprised me, too. The one in West Palm? Yeah. The, the, well, Palm Beach Gardens. <laughs> uh, Palm Beach Gardens, yeah. Thank you very much. Palm Beach County, <laughs> Palm Beach Gardens. Um, so, uh, so, yeah. Uh, Jordan Travis, uh, probably part of this conversation that we're about to have. Boy, am I glad to see you guys because... This weekend sucked. I mean, this weekend flat out sucked. I, um, I on Saturday, I had uh, what they call in the business a broadcast doubleheader. Uh, as the uh, play-by-play voice of FAU, I, uh, I, I called a noon kickoff with FAU and number 24 Tulane. This was going to be FAU's second opportunity all-time in Boca to try and knock off a ranked team to uh, keep themselves on a path towards bowl eligibility, to raise the profile of the school, to uh, exercise some of the demons that that have uh, afflicted this program during the course of 2023 in Tom Herman's first year. Uh, A chance to ruin a homecoming Mm. for Boca Raton native Michael Pratt, who is going to be the American Athletic Conference Player of the Year again, the very talented Tulane signal caller, and what happened? Well, FAU flatlined, put only eight points on the board, and lost 24-8 to at home. It was not a good offensive performance. Florida Atlantic finishes the um, the the home slate this year in Boca two and five. Man. So that was not good. That was not uh, fun. That, but but it, you know what? It was okay. 
One, it was a quick turnaround, so I couldn't sit there and just stew on it, right? I, I couldn't sit there and stew. It's fine. Uh, because the 10th-ranked team in the country, there we Florida go. Atlantic basketball there we go. in action. We're fine. In a game, in a uh, game we're fine. Here we go. FAU, this is the tune-up for what's going to be a very challenging ESPN Events Invitational starting Thursday where you play Butler. If you get by them, you got the winner of Texas A&M and Penn State. And then after that, you could have yourself a real nice quad one win, bring home a trophy. Everybody's feeling great about it. Against Bryant. Bryant, who their head coach was coaching in his first game as a full-time head coach in his entire life. Doug! And um, and FAU lost and shot 26% from the field and shot 17% from three. And it was arguably the worst performance by any FAU team in the Dusty May era. And the number 10 ranked Owls may not even be ranked when the new AP poll oh my God. comes out today. That's an overreaction. I know. I, I'm just saying there's a chance. There's, I'm not saying that should be the case. I'm saying there's right. a chance. It's not me saying this. I'm just parodying the haters. Yeah. Okay? yeah. Um, Saturday was a, a bottom three day in my entire sports life. And Saturday night, I mean, if FAU goes out against Butler Thursday, in the ESPN Events Invitational, and shoots at the Butler basket for an entire half, they will not shoot 26% for the game and 17% from three. FAU will shoot a higher percentage if they shoot at the Butler basket for half the game than what they did on Saturday night. I have never, ever, 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 ever in my life seen anything like it before. Wide open looks. Nothing falling. Layups hanging on the rim and falling off. Loose balls where you pick up, and FAU has spent uh, the last two calendar years turning them into points, kicking it out of bounds. Mm. Things fumbling through their hands. It was as if they just lost all their basketball powers. It was truly a Space Jam thing. Yeah, I've never, ever, 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 ever seen anything like it where you don't get a single break in a game. There was one point where Elisha Martin, co-preseason player of the year in the American Athletic Conference, knifes in for a layup. The ball hangs on the front of the rim. A Bryant player grabs the net, pops the ball off the rim, and the officials say, let's go, play on. Yeah, I've just, I've legitimately never, ever, ever seen anything like it. FAU took 67 shots and made 15 of them for the game, for the game. And this is why I think FAU is going to be fine because everything FAU does to be successful, force turnovers, play defense, get open looks, they had all of that on Saturday. But they didn't make a damn thing, and I've never seen anything like it in organized basketball. Did it also have, because I wasn't there uh, this Saturday, I wonder, did it have the feel of one of those games where they were going to eventually turn it around? Because I know there's, especially in the college entire basketball. second half. Yeah, it feels like there's that momentum shift and you get one or two buckets in, but it just never happened. I, I mean, FAU was up three at halftime. And uh, then Bryant took a lead and it kept extending and kept extending yeah. and kept extending. But even despite that, you're getting open looks and open yeah. looks and open looks. You're turning Bryant over. I mean, FAU forced double-digit turnovers. They had five points off turnovers to show for it. The game before, they had 22 points off turnovers and scored 100 points. I I just, I've never seen anything like it. It was the most hexed, vexing, 
of course, is going to happen after what we saw earlier in the day on Bocas Campus type of performance. And so now you've just got to deal with the FAU fraud, uh, told you, all that crap that's come out and avoid it. And it's so frustrating. Saturday night, watching FAU do everything it always does to win games and to 35 wins a year ago, do all of that and not be able to make anything one of 11 from three in the second half, their first made three came from 34 feet with 43 seconds left to go in the game, just like a bleep it. And of course that goes in. I've never experienced anything like it. It was like banging your head into a steel wall. I think the worst part for me, just from a consumer, from a fan perspective, was seeing the Memphis fans fill up the replies. I fill up the them. Mem- I'm going to go ahead and say it, and I don't know them. These, these are the most deranged. Memphis basketball fans are the most deranged psychopaths in sports. Yeah, that made me really, really upset because they, they were waiting. Obviously, they've been they waiting were. for months. For months to see this happen, FAU a 23-and-a-half-point favorite, which I woke up and was eyeing. Thinking, These fools hmm. will never get over the fact that they were, they were rightly beaten in the opening round of the NCAA tournament a year ago. Ever. I don't think they'll ever get over it, but th- this definitely helps Good. Saturday. I hope it hurts forever because this will be fleeting. FAU will get over this much quicker than Memphis fans who are going to be stewing on that opening round loss to FAU for the rest of their lifetime. How much stock, though, and I'll ask you, Ken, you're uh, directly involved in the locker room, uh, direct relationship with Dusty May. He prefaced the entire season with, hey, we're going to lose some games. Like, we're going to lose some games, so this is going to happen. I can tell you they didn't think it was going to be that one. <laughs> but but, but uh, what? I, it was no, They didn't think it was going to be that one. But I, I'm, I'm one of those guys. I see sports in the lens of losses help. Like, I, I do like when a team loses. Like, I, I, I think heading into this ESPN Events Invitational, this is good. You abs- It's not a slap in the face. It's a punch in the mouth. No, for sure. No, 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 no. And I think that that's – I think you're going to see a pissed off. Yeah. And I think you're going to see a very locked-in team on Thursday. For sure. Because that was embarrassing. And – uh, the guys were fine in front of that crowd too. That hurt. Yeah, that no, hurt. it sucks. Yeah. And so I know How was that the crowd? it was sellout. I mean, yeah. it, it was loud. And I think that unfortunately, down here, fans are fickle, and everybody's waiting for the one trip up. So they're like, oh, we're out. We're out. I doubt it though. Um, I hope not. I doubt. I it, hope not. I think the biggest oh. thing is the fans actually have such a real connection with a lot of those players, and you see it after the game, you see yeah. it before the game. Well, if you're a real fan, you're coming back out. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's all there. I'm saying about that. I was watching the Bills Jets game last night, and a commercial break came, and there was a roof claim. Yeah, commercial. you seen it? And I was like, "Come on!" First of all, it was a very well produced commercial. Nick Boyd, Elijah Martin, the mm-hmm. boys were in it. John L. Davis. Yeah. I was like, "This is a really good commercial." I didn't even know it existed. You NIL, never told yeah. us. Nil money, baby. Um, so, so that was really, 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 really damn frustrating. And, and just to end, the, and that they they play plenty of Q one, Q two games um, in the NCAA. Your resume is built largely on what they call net rankings, and based off of who you play, who you lose to, who you beat, all that stuff. FAU has a lot of Q one, Q two coming up here in the next like three weeks, let yeah. alone the rest of the season. So they can easily erase that Bryant loss, but it's just been a really crappy. Uh, last couple of days. Super frustrating. But then even after that, even after that, the Dolphins yesterday, I, that was just such a frustrating game to watch. Turnover after turnover. Two is fumbling. A backup tight end is fumbling. The Raiders are hanging around. Uh, and uh, you're 7-3, and three, but nobody's happy. Nobody's happy. Two with throws for 325, two touchdowns and an interception. 72% passing yesterday. And still... Uh, it, when you watch it, uh, something was missing. Something was lacking. Nobody's happy. Nobody's happy about anything. It was such a frustrating damn weekend for me, but the apex of it was number 10 FAU basketball losing at home to 
Bryant. Oh, I know, I know, though, that we have a lot to choose from here. A lot to choose from here. Why don't we open up to the people first? And then we'll let Theo, uh, Theo sort of sort of get this off his chest. And I don't want to call this a therapy session. I think this is more just a cleanse the emotional palate before Thanksgiving. There we go. Right? Uh, what was your single most frustrating sports moment of the weekend? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. 888-760-3776. What was your single most frustrating sports moment of the weekend? We've we've cleansed one thing that's been frustrating me, and that was Dion in our open. Colorado, fraudulent. Uh, they're going to finish with the same conference record that they had a year ago. Uh, can we hear one more time the change to our uh, our open here, Stone? Just making sure that uh, we get Brett Venables, his, uh, his proper, his proper uh, now place, in Levica Theo and Stone lexicon. Just like you would expect, the fire hose is fully inserted in my mouth here, and uh, we've been blowing and going. And so, oh, man. It never gets old. It never gets old. I still can't understand why he said that yeah. and in front of people, but uh, I appreciate that uh, that he did. Uh, for fully you, Theo. Inserted. A fire hose fully, fully inserted, inserted and, in your mouth. And blowing. Yeah. And going. Because, like, Fully inserting a fire hose in your mouth. I mean, what are we talking here? Right, right, and and yeah, that's right. He he You're was fully, fully committed. Inserted? Right, it was not. It was not the tip. Yeah, like <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't halfway down. Yeah. It was fully inserted. Fully, fully inserted. inserted. And is, blown and going. That is insane. Hmm? Behavior. That is insane. Behavior. He's fully committed though. Yeah, well, that's right. I, you can't be half committed with it fully inserted. Exactly. <laughs> I mean. And, and just in case you were wondering, uh, breaking news presented by uh, St. Lucie uh, Battery and Tire Police Stone. Breaking news on ESPN 106.3 is brought to you by St. Lucie Battery and Tire. If your vehicle has issues with braking or other issues, get it fixed right, right now at St. Lucie Battery and Tire. Florida State head coach Mike Norvell announces it is official. Jordan Travis, the Heisman candidate quarterback, is out for the rest of the season after that gruesome injury suffered in the first half against North Alabama on Saturday. We already know it. It's now official. Okay. All right. So on that note, uh, Theo, what uh, what was your most frustrating sports moment of the weekend? Well, I am a, a Miami Hurricanes fan, um, as we know with college football. And on Saturday evening, um, I actually was at the rodeo. There's a rodeo in Palm Beach County at the South Florida Fairgrounds. Um, I was kicking it at the rodeo doing a shoot for this show I have uh, upcoming. I can't believe has, has the Has the phrase kicking it at the rodeo <laughs> ever been said before? Have we made history at this moment on ESPN 106.3? Theo Dorsey dropping a kicking it at the rodeo. That might be the first time that's ever been uttered in human history. You may be right. Uh, knocking boots is a phrase. <laughs> knocking boots at the rodeo, knocking but, but boots. knocking but, boots is sex. Yeah. I, I'm just. Uh, what I, are you, I was are you talking about? about? I'm just saying it is the closest How thing related to kicking it. Like I'm just like okay. there's nothing else you could have gone oh, with. Got it. Okay, got yeah. It, I was about it. to say how often are people just knocking boots? I mean, at I'll the be rodeo? honest. I'll yeah. be honest. Uh, as, excited, as excited as I am about the history <laughs> Theo may have just made, if he said uh, I was. I was kicking <laughs> boots at the rodeo. I would have been significantly more keyed in on that phrase. Just, just understand that. Uh, uh, anyway. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was. Uh, 
<laughs> my fiance was out of town, so I definitely was not yeah. knocking boots Let at the, the rodeo. Let the record show that, that, that Theo was not knocking boots at the rodeo yeah. on stage. Was there some talent there at the very least? Uh, there was a lot of talent at the rodeo, nice. but I just I definitely preferred kicking it to knocking the boots. Um, and just watching <laughs> some good old, you know, cow tugging and... Uh, and uh, let me think of some words right here. You uh, were there. You, you should know what happened. And, uh, calf roping. Calf roping and yeah. and riding. And, um, and hold on, I got it. Barrel racing. Barrel racing. And, uh, How about that? Uh, There's another rodeo one. clown chasing. Yeah, what, rodeo, what? There we go. Rodeo clown chasing. Did you did you snack on anything? Uh, the, yes, I did. I got some barbecue. I got some uh, funnel cake. Nice. A funnel, right. Oh, that funnel cake was hidden. Yeah. Oh, that funnel cake was good. Mm-hmm. Um, but all that's of what that, rodeos are known for. Good funnel cake. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent, dude. All of that though kind of came to a rushing halt. It was actually while I was in line to get my barbecue that I pulled out my phone to take a break from the rodeo, mm-hmm. to take a break from the, uh, let me think of another one. What's the, what's, what do they do at the rodeos? Uh, Bale hay? Bronc, bronc stomping. Oh, okay. Bronc stomping. To take a break from the bronc stomping, I pull out my phone, I, I hop on Twitter, and I legit could not believe my eyes as I saw what, first of all, North Alabama was up 13-0 on Florida State. Yep. Former so that, FAU offensive coordinator Brent Deerman, the head coach at North Alabama. Doing his thing apparently. Holding down. That game. So I pull uh, out my until phone. halftime. And, and, and I forget what the caption was on the tweet that I first saw. But at first I'm just thinking like, whoa, is Florida State getting upset here? And I watched the Jordan Travis run mm-hmm. where he shoots up the gap. And I'm like, what's happening here? What's happening here? He gets tackled and he kicks his leg up. Mm-hmm. And his left leg is turned sideways. Right. To the and, left. And I legitimately, yeah, to the left. Not supposed to go that way. It, at the ankle part where it should be going straight, it's right. veered off to the left like a golf club. Right. And my heart stopped. I, I legit froze up. I'm like, whoa, whoa. Like, what just happened? And I thought I was tripping. I'm like, am I watching something old? And I go back into it. I'm like, wait, Florida State's playing North Alabama. So many things kind of crushed into my mind here because I wasn't even thinking about the Seminoles this Saturday because, again, they had a game against North Alabama. Nobody was thinking about that game. No. It was a throwaway Everybody's waiting on them to play Florida and then the ACC championship and cruise into the college football playoff. Like Florida State took the SEC scheduling approach. Yeah, uh, yeah. Next to last regular season game, get the cupcake in, get the cupcake out, and let's play the rivalry game. Yeah, Bama had Chattanooga. Right. Chattanooga, you got the Citadel and all of that. Like Auburn that's... had New Mexico State. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Hey. It's too early. Stand by. Yeah. Um, I need it. I need it. I need it. <laughs> Just the symbol? What was that? Just the symbol? Don't blame me. Blame the drummer. All right. There it is. The drummer was getting lazy there. I know. Um, but no, Thanksgiving yet, man. But it was just the most jarring. It's the least likely thing I thought I was going to see yeah, on that Saturday. I, like, I, it's a total violation of the senses. That guy, that injury, man. that game, I'm totally with you. It just And it came out of nowhere. It's just out of nowhere, and it's in a game where you, you don't want to say this because obviously he's going to play in that game, right? It's, it's the first or second quarter. Like, he's going to play in it. But it's a game where he was totally unnecessary. Right. Uh, it was a game that didn't have to happen on a play that was just a freak accident. And I'm just like, is it really over? Is, is Jordan Travis, his six-year career, uh, again, a kid out of the Benjamin School, a kid who when he first started wait, really? college. Yeah, you know, right here, backyard. In Palm Beach Gardens. Wait, Palm Beach Gardens. Wait, 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 we have Florida State fans around in this area, I'll too? have to check. I'll have to right. double-check. But oh there God. might be one or two Florida State Seminoles folk around here. Yeah, I wonder. Um, so, But this is heart-wrenching. Uh-huh. And, and Jordan Travis, a dude who is, like, curating when it comes to college football quarterbacks at a school like Florida State, have you? 
He had like maybe the highest Q rating I've ever seen from a Florida State quarterback. Yeah. I don't know anybody that says a negative word about this dude. Don't disrespect Jameis Winston like that. Jameis Winston had a lot of haters. Don't disrespect Jameis. He had a lot of haters. Stop playing. Okay. When when Jameis Winston was at Florida State, half of the college football world hated him. I would say 98% of the college football world hated him. The only people that supported (laughs) him were in Tallahassee, including the district attorney. Yeah. Well, (laughs) hey, stop. Um, Those those crab legs were given to him. Mm -hmm. And those allegations were... um, I think they dissipated. I don't know. Let's go back to the point here. Jordan Travis had none of that. This is a clean sheet dude, a dude who did it the right way, stepped into college football. Nobody believed in him at first. He made himself into a good quarterback. He he believed what that new coaching staff and Mike Norvell and them said. And this is a renaissance Florida State team that we're all thinking, wow, is this the magical year that Mike Norvell brings them to the college football playoff and maybe wins a national championship? Everybody's all in on this squad. And I knew in that moment, like, None of that matters anymore. Like, of course they can still maybe make the college football playoff. Of course they can still try to make a push. But nothing's going to be the same again. And Jordan Travis, a guy who had his chance to maybe mark his, his place down as a top three, top two all-time Florida State quarterback, he's now not going to be able to see that to realization because he won't have a chance to go out and win a national championship himself. It sucks. It truly is one of the most like pit-in-the-stomach why does this happen in the world, especially to someone like that feelings? I, I mean, come on. What hasn't Jordan Travis done that has not been excellent, has not been an advertisement for him, how he was raised, and what Mike Norvell envisioned for this program, and how that kid has represented Florida State through some low low lows, right, early in his career to then the elevation of this Florida State program. And now, potentially, and unfairly so, I think, and we'll talk about this later on, and it might get heated, I think, in this room here, Uh but his absence off of something he built, he helped build his absence, maybe keeping his team and his teammates who he loves unconditionally from achieving the greatest prize in college football um, and not even getting a chance, more unfairly, to compete for the biggest prize in college football. So everything about that is unbelievably frustrating. Forget frustrating for a moment. That's downright depressing. It is. That's enough for you to say and swear off the game of football. Like, this isn't fair. 100% you know, off the game. Like, and the narrative turned to, because it was a hip drop tackle, and I, I don't want to get into the conversation, but it was just unfortunate go. seeing all of these people I know. kind of want to point fingers here, this, we got to, just all that kind of stuff was annoying. It does take away from what Travis has done his entire career. It there. just really sucks. It really sucks that in this sport sometimes you can go from the highest of highs into, well, it's the nature of the game, injury, and it changed the entire trajectory of not only a team, but a player. Yeah. It just, it feels so bad. And obviously him being a local guy, we all know him, and we've seen him from a young high school player through early travails at Florida State into being the guy sharing time into being a Heisman candidate. And now it's just, and it's totally unfair. This weekend, legitimately, for the most part, sports-wise, and I don't mean to be a bummer here because I know we're going into the holiday, going into Thanksgiving, good times, see family, but this weekend, even the good moments were really kind of meh, and the bad moments were really, really bad. 
Um, what was your single most frustrating sports moment of the weekend? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. And you can uh, get a hold of us on social media at KLV1063. Uh, I mean, I almost now feel like if you if someone did go and knock boots at the rodeo yeah like they somehow were able to avoid the trend of bad sports stuff this weekend like kudos yeah. to you if you did knock boots at the rodeo i, I would say i would speak commend up. it i would yeah. speak up oh you're, you're asking yeah. me did yeah. you did you no, knock, knock boots uh, did you knock boots at the rodeo this weekend <laughs> 888-760-3776 we need to pick me up if you knock boots at the rodeo this weekend let us know because we want to we want to congratulate you i did get myself a cowboy hat for the shoot by nice the way. Uh, i was gonna get some cowboy boots as well they're too expensive to just oh. be buying Oof. for a shoot yeah, really especially expensive. when i knew all the shooting was gonna be mostly waist up so i was like why would i buy the boots um, so, yeah, I got a cowboy hat in there, and um, a lot of the cowboys definitely criticized me for how uh, they said my hat was a little dainty. I think I might have got one of those unisex hats. Oh, no. Yeah, I didn't. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't good for me. Uh, I will say this, though. I will say this. I think it's before you criticize me. Stone, That's brutal. I know. I know. It's just it happened. It's in the past. <laughs> All right. It's on camera. Hopefully that clip doesn't uh, get used. <laughs> um, <laughs> can... This is the perfect time to be getting all of this out the way, right? Like, this week is about gratefulness. It's about being thankful. It's about right. sharing time with family. Right. This Monday, on this Dog Bleep Monday, what's going to be coming up, it is a good opportunity for us to be able to vent out all the negative yeah. so we don't take that to the Thanksgiving table. It's sort of a cleansing. Yes. You're right. You're it's right. not because therapy, but it's a cleansing. It's already difficult enough, especially if you've got family members you don't particularly like, Radio. and every year... You just have to kind of rein in your emotions and, and, and grit your teeth and bear your, your creepy uncle who always makes weird comments at the dinner table yeah. and other family members. And certainly uh, a lot of you probably have political divide with some of your family members yeah. or someone's bringing their signature dish that's always trash every single year. And you have to sit there and lie about how good it is because, of course, you have to try because mom wants you to make sure Aunt Becky feels good yeah. about what she brought. Uh, all of those things, the last thing you want hanging over you are these sports frustrations. Get them off your chest. Cleanse yourself with us, won't you? What was your single most frustrating sports moment of the weekend? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. And it just occurred to me, Ken and Becky, that's a weird specific name to be using in your hypothetical. Well, I'm pretty sure my head was in full house right there. Ah. Love I, you, Lori Laughlin. When you said Aunt Becky, I'm like, man, that sounds familiar. Yeah. 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 Lori Laughlin, a childhood crush of mine. Aunt Becky, full house. Stone has no idea. Yeah, of course I do. No, Becky really? with the good hair. I mean, I, I'm well aware of who <laughs> Becky is. Uh, Lori Laughlin. Fuller House is trash, the new it's remake they good. tried to do. But Full House, that was, that was like my segue into sports when i was still watching television the tv shows like before sports were really before i was really even conscious yeah. full house full house was your segue into sports i, I know that sounds That's funny really maybe i didn't bizarre. word that correctly but before i was like able to comprehend what was happening in the football field and, and the basketball uh, court, before like, sport your entertainment came yeah via bob saget 100 it was Got more it. more uh john John Stamos. John Stamos. But, He's speaking of good hair. Oh, my yeah, goodness, yeah. man. He has so much hair. I, I'm my really God. tapped in with Full House. 
Uncle Jesse. Uh, what was your single most frustrating sports moment of the weekend? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You're experiencing foot and ankle pain. Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement spine and sports medicine care visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today baptist health orthopedic care has offices conveniently located in palm beach county through the florida keys learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho number 10 fau losing at home to bryant college basketball that was my watching that unfold over 40 minutes my most frustrating sports moment of the weekend Theo's most frustrating sports moment of the weekend in a throwaway game against North Alabama. Jordan Travis having his ankle bent 90 degrees to the left in his college career is over. What was your single most frustrating sports moment of the weekend? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. How about a little Thanksgiving cleanse with your boys at noon? That's Theo Dorsey. That's Stone Labanowitz. I'm Ken Levicka. Levicka, Theo, and Stone on ESPN. ESPN 106.3. All right. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Can we do another breaking news real quick? Stone, when you're ready. Breaking news on ESPN 106.3 is brought to you by St. Lucie Battery and Tire. If your vehicle has issues with braking or other issues, get it fixed right, right now at St. Lucie Battery and Tire. It is official. Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy's golf venture, the TGL, the Indoor Golf League, that was supposed to start in January at primetime slots. On ESPN, we talked about it at length a couple of weeks ago here on this show. Last week, during that really freak tropical storm that wasn't a tropical storm, that uh, Thunderdome, the Gulf Thunderdome as we called it, the SoFi Arena or whatever in Palm Beach Gardens, on that storm, blew the roof off of the place, uh, caused it to collapse in on itself, and it's going to cost the TGL an entire year. That thing that had primetime TV time set aside now isn't going to start until 2025 because of the storm last week and the damage it did to that venue in Palm Beach Gardens. Crazy. What are the odds after that? What are the odds that thing doesn't even get off the ground? That leak. It makes it less likely, but I think it's got to happen at this point. We already saw John Rahm pull out of the thing, though. This gives a whole year for other guys to be like, you know what? I don't have the time. I, I don't know. I, I just, I think this makes the future of TGL kind of bleak. It, the hype will start again next year. Like, the yeah. train will get rolling. We're talking Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy. You think that, like, a year is going to hold off the hype on those guys? I really thought your breaking news was going to be Tiger playing in the Hero Challenge. I mean, come on. The boy's <laughs> back. The World Hero Challenge. Yes, he's in that field. Um, but the TGL... Uh, and Palm Beach Gardens, not happening. Not starting until 2025 now. My bold prediction, jury's out if that thing ever happens. Mm. Okay? Jury's out if that thing even happens. And if not, this is our in. This is our in, guys, to our 
ski ball league. Yeah. We might as well, uh, hitting, hitting a ball into a screen, you can do that Dave and Busters. You know what else you can do with Dave and Busters? Ski ball. So if this doesn't work, then we start our uh, SBL, ski ball league. This is and like you know, investors be- now, 888 3776 sexy red on it. Yeah. You know ski. Ski. Come on, baby. <laughs> yeah. How about I that? Like Marketing genius. If she was the Our face of that. Yeah. Championship windows open right As long now. as we tell her, stop making music. Yes. Yes. Boy, well, no, that- some of that music be kind of hard. Ski is hard. Okay, that. But I'm talking about the new stuff. Not oh, good. yeah. No, not no, good. no. I mean, a lot of her music is uh, not really geared towards no. but you know any what? of the three of us on this show. Our ski ball league. I think big things are coming. Yes, yes. I think big things are coming. I think our profile is big enough we can get some investors involved here. Uh, what was the mo- single most frustrating sports moment of the weekend for you? What was the single most frustrating sports moment of the weekend for you? Andrew, he messages in, losing my fantasy football matchup by a point after Garrett Wilson got me negative 1.1 oh. points. <laughs> oh. oh, man. It Why is- do you? Hey, what's his name? Uh, Andrew, stop starting Garrett Wilson. <laughs> yeah. Not against the Bills either. Like, stop starting Garrett Wilson. It's certain games you can start Garrett Wilson in. The negative one point one would that come from the fumble? It would come had? from the fumble. Yes, okay. yeah. you can lose yards as well, but it's really the fumble. Yeah, uh, fumble loss is going to get you. Zach Wilson taking out Robert Sala on the sideline, crashing into Robert Sala, <laughs> sending them both carrying carrying into the turf there in Buffalo. Just careening, that's the word I was looking for, careening into the turf there in Buffalo was the most perfect visual representation of the 2023 New York Jets and maybe just maybe Robert Sala's career as the New York Jets head coach. All in one moment, an aimless... An aimless Zach Wilson crashing into Robert Sala, sending them uh, sprawling to the ground. I mean, there's nothing more visually perfect, a visual summation than that, that maybe I've ever seen. All I got to say is it better be good. Um, Whatever is keeping the Jets and Robert Sala married to Zach Wilson at quarterback, they better be worth it. I think they benched them at, in the third quarter when it was all over with, and now they're saying that maybe there might going to be a quarterback change. And I bet, I, you know what? Isn't today decision day? Didn't Robert Sala say Monday we're going to make a decision? I bet they're going to roll out there and put Zach Wilson back under. Under, I under think center. so too. Uh, Whatever's keeping that that way, I hope is good. We can't forget Zach Wilson. Uh, the Bills kicked the ball off. Offense time to take the field. He. Backpedaling out there falls on his own ass by himself with the turf I mean, that dude, that dude is getting back on offense. You're right, right. He's running back onto the field for a possession, and he's just tripping and falling. And the cameras are like Zach Wilson literally has fallen, fallen on that pasty white ass. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's show, man. I mean, everything that Zach Wilson does is now a perfect representation of him and his career. Falling down, crashing into his head coach, slumped shoulders. Eyes to the ground, no communication with his teammates. I, there is there uh, two linemen, Bills and Jets. It was like Clemens for the Jets and someone for the Bills got in a fight in the tunnel after the game yesterday. Uh, and this game was not competitive. The Jets did not show up. It was an embarrassment to the 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 sport of organized footballing. Okay, but they're fighting in the tunnel, and so there's video of it. But near the locker room, Zach Wilson standing there. Like one, not not getting involved, not like just standing up for his teammates, whatever, just standing by his lonesome. Robert Sala, 
just walks right by him. No on contact, nothing as he goes into the locker room. Like there is Zach Wilson is dead to that entire locker room. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. I mean, is Tommy DeVito better? That's a question we got to ask ourselves today. Gabagool! <laughs> and yes. Tommy, Tommy DeVito got the win. Yeah. Two touchdowns. They're all just as good as each other. Zach Wilson, Tommy DeVito, Kenny Pickett. I mean, if they just came out wearing a visor and long sleeves, we'd have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great point. That's a great point. Uh, Stone, what was your, uh, before we get to social media, uh, or more social media, what was your single most frustrating sports moment of the weekend? Let's rewind it back to Saturday. There was a glittering omission from your guys' lists. What the hell, Mr. Eric Spolstra? God. Taking on the Chicago Bulls freebie. Line was pretty low, so something to be suspicious. But out the gates, here come the Miami Heat. Getting out to a 22-1 lead. How about it? This live line jumped up to like minus 1,200. Thinking, okay, next. <laughs> they lost the ball game, 102-97. They got out-rebounded by the Chicago Bulls. More turnovers than the Chicago Bulls. Um, it was really bad. They shot 33% from three. They lost the game. They were up 22-1. to one. It was just a, I think, a setback for the Heat. They have another crack at it. They play the Bulls again in Chicago. So excited for that. But really frustrating <laughs> for Miami Heat fans, supporters, uh, betters, anybody who wanted action on the Miami Heat. The line was low. You could have taken it. Uh, wink, wink. They lost to the Bulls. They lost to the Bulls up 22-1. They were up 10 heading into the fourth quarter. Got outscored by 13 in that quarter. Quarters are important. We know that. Shout out Joe Missoula. Shout out. Um, big loss, though, to the Bulls, and it was very frustrating. It. Um, th- this is a big part of the construction of my frustrating sports weekend right here. So the Heat game started as FAU is clearly going to be upset. There's something for you to look right? forward so to. So I'm sitting there calling the game and during dur- calling the FAU game and during media timeouts I'm glancing at my phone because now like it's it's set in that this ain't happening tonight for FAU. They they're going to be upset and so it sucks. So my lone solace on Saturday night after the awful day I had FAU football just the offense can't get anything going, a really boring loss. Um, into FAU number 10 getting upset. My professional life started to converge with my fan life, and I said, you know what? This is all right. I, I look at my phone. Also your family life, though, right? Your wife, Vivi, huge Miami Hurricanes fan. fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that didn't help. Already, she's already in a, in a bad mood, and uh, she's texting me like, hey, you haven't really talked to me all day. What's going on? <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, just let me, let me, let me simmer in my, my awfulness right now, okay? Like, I apologize. I love you. Like, you're hot. Like, whatever. Um, so, so I'm looking at my phone, and I see heat 10 to 1, 12 to 1, 14 to 1, uh, 17 to 1. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, at least the heat who have won seven in a row, they're just going to take care of business. <laughs> yeah, man. baby. It's, it, it, I saw 20 to 1. Uh, and, and I'm like, all right, well, at least there's going to be one saving. This is before I even see the Jordan Travis injury. This is before the Jordan Travis injury even happened. Um, but, of course, by the time halftime hits, five-point lead. Go to the fourth quarter, heater up 10, and then naturally, fourth quarter, you get Alex Caruso'd. And the Heat lose that game where they are up 22-1. to one. That just added insult to injury, and that happened after the Jordan Travis injury then. And I, I, that's when I said to myself, I'm going to sleep. Yeah, This sucks. Everything about this Saturday sucks hard. Throw the day away. Yeah, yeah just a waste what, of a what day. What a waste of a Saturday. A total waste of a sports Saturday. Was there anything salvageable about Saturday for people outside of what? Where's Brian at? Isn't, isn't that in Texas? 
Bryant's up north in, no. in, in massive, oh, uh, Massachusetts. I believe it's in uh, Delaware, actually. Yeah. It's not Delaware. No? I think it's Rhode Island. It's Rhode Island. Oh, it's Rhode Island. It's Rhode You're Rhode right. Island. You're right. It is They're Rhode Island. Island. Yeah. Smallest. Uh, oh, a little roadie. Smallest state in the union. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know why Delaware only has three counties? I did not. Because the fourth one got, they seceded. The fourth one seceded away in 1887. Okay. Uh, I did a state project on Delaware. So what's your answer? No, because there's only three. There's only ever been three. Oh, I thought you asked why they only had three. Oh, no, no, no. I just said, did you know there's only three? Oh, no. Yeah. I just, only three Only three counties in, uh, in Delaware. There. There was, yeah, there was nothing salvageable Saturday. <laughs> Checking college football scores, nothing. Uh, nothing went the way the fans uh, just... Throw it away. Yeah, a total waste. I, I, I could be petty and say, well, the Gators losing to Mizzou. That was kind of funny. But Graham Mertz got hurt, and I don't want to do that. I feel like that's bad, Carmen. I feel bad for Graham Mertz, too. Right, is he good? No. Has he uh, at least made Gators football watchable at times? Yeah. There you go. I think Dabo getting win. I think we're slowly but surely becoming Dabo Swinney guys. I don't know about you guys. What are you talking about? <laughs> Dabo gets to win. They're 7-4. and four. I don't. I, I could care less about Dabo getting the win. <laughs> the only thing I care about is before that game, RG three ran down the hill with Dabo there <laughs> yeah. at Clemson, and RG three wouldn't admit it. RG three, who I fully enjoy on ABC and ESPN, I think he's very, very funny, very good. He's a breath of fresh air. He can be corny, sure, funny but I think is, he's uh, good. Funny's a. Uh... That's a, All right, I understand. He's not funny. He's I, good on the weekends. I, yeah, I think he's fun. He's not funny. He's fun. Okay. He's fun. But but he so he <laughs> ran down the. What's funny too is like Dabo's going full speed down that hill when the team comes out running down the hill. RG three's like half striding and like right there with Dabo. Yeah. That just shows you like how how fast still RG three is. But he comes perilously close to clipping Dabo's <laughs> heels. Like nobody pointed it out, but it was one of the first things I saw. Is that. RG3 nearly clipped Dabo's heels. What if he sent Dabo into a face plant on live television? And I thought to myself, my God, we did miss out on the most salvageable part of Saturday, (laughs) which would have been RG3 causing Dabo in front of 85,000 to face plant onto the field there in Death Valley. That would have been worth it. That would have made Saturday a lot more sunshiny, in my opinion. I did enjoy that clip. I do have a problem with Dabo, though. He runs 40 yards ahead of his boys. Like, I, I really hate that part. Like, he's kicking the door down. He's the show. He's, he's a look at me. Yeah. He's, he, he, he's, he's Dabo Swinney has always been look at me, and that's what it is. You see it in person. I saw it in person uh, for the first time when FAU went there in week three this year. And, yeah, he's 40 yards yeah. out in front of the dudes. Uh, one, he doesn't want to get trampled. But, two, he does make it all about himself. Because then when he gets to midfield, he turns around and he starts he starts <laughs> yeah. uh, pumping his fist. Yeah. And he has to make sure he's high-fiving everybody. And, like, he's the show. Dabo's the show at Clemson. And there's said, no more look at me coach than him. And Theo said when he was at ACC Media Day, as soon as oh, Dabo yeah. arrived, it was oh, over. Every, the show stopped. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was no he, longer co- ACC. Media day. No, coaching Christ has walked into the building yeah. and it's time to show your respect. Yeah, part to see. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Seven and four on the way here. Uh, what was your single most frustrating sports moment of the weekend? What was your single most frustrating sports moment of the weekend? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. It is a dog bleep Monday. We've got that to come. And I think a very necessary discussion about Florida State on the way as well. We are jam-packed with social media. We'll bang through that when we come back. We're just knocking boots on a Monday. That's Theo Dorsey. That's Stone Labanowitz. I'm Ken Levicka. Levicka, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3.
from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. It's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Most frustrating part of the sports weekend, your most frustrating sports moment. We got a dog bleep Monday coming up. Something you saw, read, or heard that was the biggest dog bleep in sports this weekend. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And hey, our community needs your help. Donate today. Support the I Think Community Foundation. Improve the lives of children and families in our communities. Each year, the I Think Community Foundation hosts jingle bells at the branches where children in need can come and enjoy activities, treats, and a special guest from the North Pole. Donate at ithinkfi.org slash foundation or show support by purchasing a Jingle Bells icon at your nearest branch. Visit ithinkfi.org slash locations. Find your branch. Call 800-873-5100. That's I Think. I Think Financial. I Think FI dot org. Here's one for you, Stone. Chris messages in. Most frustrating moment of my sports weekend. I shouldn't complain, but I had a two-player parlay. Stone's going to understand what I'm about to say. Austin Eckler over 52 yards. Bosa, half a sack. Yep, Joey Bosa out after two plays. I mean, it's just brutal. Those are the ones you want refunded. Can't do nothing about it, though, right? If your player starts, you get the action. You got to live with the loss. Uh, speaking of the Chargers, by the way, <laughs> a, a uh, you good? You good? He's yeah. pulling a Justin uh, Herbert over there. Just choking. Oh, well, <laughs> choking like them Chargers, baby. Qu- Quentin Johnson. Quentin Johnson, I'm not say maybe Justin a little bit Herbert. more of a choker than okay. Justin Herbert there. Yeah. yeah. But I'm with you, though. I was just. That was, that was good, what they call improv in the yeah. business right there, boys. Well done. Uh, Brandon Staley, after the game, uh, he was asked by Assembled Media in Green Bay after an inexplicable loss to the Packers. He was asked, uh, hey, uh, Coach, Coach Staley, Coach, your, uh, your defense is uh, second to last in the entire NFL. Have you, thought about, have you thought about maybe having someone else call the defense? And here was Brandon Staley's very measured response. Okay. I'm going to be calling the defenses, okay? So we're clear. So you don't have to ask that again. Seems like that's going well. He was, uh, he was talking a little spicy to my boy, too. That's Chris Rim, SJI alum, big shout. Um, keep him in check, dog, because them charges at the bottom of the AFC right now. So he wants to keep calling the defenses. Keep him in check, Chris. They got the 30th-ranked defense. Yeah, number number 30, everybody. That's But wait, whoa, I'm sorry, yeah. Not on Brandon Staley. He's not the defensive guy, right? He's the offensive mastermind. He's calling. He's calling the defense. Wait, he's calling the defenses. You say that's what he said, and they still haven't figured it out. Yeah, it's weird. This must be year one. Yeah, no. Oh no, no, not even close. What, actually, year three. No, no, no. But but you know what? He's he's a good playoff coach. That's oh, what I've heard. They get into that's... the post. Oh no. Oh no. Wait. Well, that didn't go right either. No, that didn't go well either. Well, they, well, well, maybe it was because the offense didn't perform in that postseason game. I mean, there's no way they got out to a big lead. No, no, no. 31 zilch. Oh, no. Wait. Oh, jeez. Mm, Brandon Staley. Mm, I, we, it's time for us to have a discussion. Yeah, we, we, we need we'll to have a through. real big boy conversation <laughs> about, uh, about Brandon Staley. Uh, the biggest news last week, the biggest news last week in the world, <laughs> on the planet, uh-oh. Was was Snoop Dogg going to Instagram and denouncing that he is giving up smoke? He is giving up smoke, man who has well made smoking his brand. Uh, weed is his brand. He's probably smoked more hours than I've lived. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably pretty accurate. It's like yeah. it's at least close. Yeah, that's like that. And you're in your 30s, right? Yes, I'm 30 years old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He has smoked more. He he has smoked marijuana, uh, more more hours than Theo's been alive yes. in his life. 
Uh, and that and might be an understatement. It so, might be, yeah. Like. So th- this obviously sends shockwaves uh, through the world. Not only the weed world, but just the world in general. Well, this morning, and it's gone viral, on the interwebs, we got the explanation because it's Snoop Dogg on video in front of what appears to be a campfire. And Snoop, boy, did he get us. I have an announcement. I'm giving up smoke. I know what you're thinking. Snoop, smoke is kind of your whole thing. But I'm done with it. Done with the coughing and my clothes smelling all sticky icky. I'm going smokeless. Solo stove fixed fire. They took out the smoke. Clever. That's right. The newest endorser of Solo Stove, a smokeless fire pit, is Snoop Dogg. That's the thing. If you're going to pay for Snoop Dogg to be in your commercial, you have to do something different. You've got to change the game, have some fun with it. And they did because we see Snoop all over every single ad campaign. He's with Corona. He's with whoever. Like, but this was different. This stopped the world. Yep. But it turns out we've been bamboozled. Yes, we have. We've been led astray. Yeah. Snoop Dogg not giving out marijuana. Instead, he's giving up smoky fire pits. <laughs> I love it. We I called love it, it though. We said last week there was no way uh, this this was clearly a marketing ploy for something. Yeah. But it would have taken me a while to get down to smokeless fire pit. <laughs> uh, I thought yeah. for sure we were just going like vape or something. Yeah. But nope, smokeless fire pit, solo stove. There you go. I That's give it an A plus. Yeah. Marketing, fine. execution. I think all it's of better it. than than Drew Brees uh, pretending he got hit by lightning. Uh, in in Central America, and what was he pushing? What was what was a points bet? Points bet, sports betting. And what was the reason for for lying about getting hit by lightning? Uh, I don't know if there was a reason. I, I it was something like the electric. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was there was a thunderstorm in his ad, and and he got electrocuted while. Just standing in the street, I think, if I remember the ad correctly. Yeah, faking, well, he was in a forest. Faking, right. faking getting hit by lightning for points bet. This one, a little better thought through than that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's all I'll say. Both, like, same effect, though. Or same result. I mean, people were like, oh, my God, Drew Brees is dead. Oh, my God, Snoop Dogg not smoking weed. You're right. Similar, very similar profound impact on people. Yeah. I don't know what that says about Drew Brees or what it says about Snoop Dogg or us. But you know what? They live in the same neighborhood, I think. It is. It's very close. Uh, Have you or did you read, see, or hear something that you thought over the weekend in sports was just abject dog bleep? Well, now is your chance to talk about it and join the fun. As always, it's a dog bleep Monday. Join us, won't you? 888-760-3776-888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. What was the thing you saw, heard, or read that was abject dog bleep in sports this weekend? It's a dog bleep Monday on the way. That's Theo Dorsey. That's Stone the Banowitz. I'm Ken Levicka. Levicka, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Um, yeah, it was dog bleep. <laughs>